Moose and Maggie with you here on this Saturday morning on CBS Sports Radio. And let's hit the guest line right now. Welcome aboard uh, one of my favorite players growing up, and that is uh, Muggsy Bogues, a 14-year NBA veteran. Talk a little NBA playoffs. Hey, Muggsy, Mark Malusis and Maggie Gray with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Uh, my pleasure. Muggsy, they were playing the Space Jam theme coming into this. That was obviously one of your, your many TV movie appearances you know they're making a Space Jam too. Are you going to be in it? Uh, what you say? Are they going to do a uh, Space Jam too? No, they are doing a Space Jam too with LeBron James Lebr- reportedly. Are you going to be in that movie? Well, I, have they confirmed it? I haven't heard they confirmed it, but no, I haven't been reached out to to be part of it. But it'd be it'd be hard to top. But I'm looking forward <laughs> if they do come out with a second one. Well, that's a huge mistake if they don't call you, Muggsy. <laughs> Muggsy, when you, when you look at the game today compared to the game that it, during the era that you played in the NBA, Muggsy, better game today or better game when you played? Well, it, you know, each era served its own purpose, I believe. Um, you know, back when I came in in the late 80s, early 90s, and also played in the 2000s, you know, it was a rugged game. It was a big man game. The ball went inside as opposed to, you know, the way the guys are impacting the three-point line today, um, you know, we had positions. You had we had true centers. We didn't have a, a stretch forward. We had a power forward, and um, and the game has been more sped up in terms of that nature today. A lot of more ball movement. You know, back in our day, it was more stationary. You know, three guys isolated. But the game is still excited. No matter, and you know, each I think the game continues to keep involving itself, and I think the game continues to keep getting better. And, uh, and that's the way we got to continue to keep in, uh, embracing this game. We're talking with Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy, I heard that you have worked with Isaiah Thomas from the Boston Celtics quite a bit, and I'm, I'm sure that you can pass on a lot of knowledge to him. I mean, what he's been able to do this season and now in these playoffs, the way that he's finding his shot, it's opening up the lanes, his low center of gravity. I mean, just the success that he's had, and despite going through this tragedy of losing his sister, I mean, what have you been able to tell Isaiah Thomas, and how have you helped him? Well, I'm, I just tell him that, you know, continue to keep the confidence. You know, it's been a tough time for him, you know, losing his sister, and I, you know, I reached out to him during that time, and I let him know that I have lost my sister as well, and that's something that, you know, you never can overcome, but, you know, that's a safe haven where he's, he's able to go to on the basketball court. He's able to you know, escape for those two, three hours and be able to perform for his team as well as for himself. And he's doing an amazing job, and it's just a remarkable to see the type of strength he tend to continue to show out there on the basketball floor. Yeah, it does. But And his ability to go out there and, and Muggsy, you know, you at 5'3", and, and Isaiah, you know, he's not 6'4", uh, 6'5". Six, six, the ability to go out there and generate offense and create separation and space to be able to go out there and get your sh- a shot off is pretty special to watch. It is, you know, and that's that's the the main uh, focus that he got to continue to uh, understand how to create his space and how to continue to get a shot off, how to keep elevating over those big guys. And he's been doing it for such a long time. This this is natural for him now, you know. And the way the game is today, you know, there's not as many you know big guys down there that when you get to penetrate. So uh, a lot of guys are stretched out toward the three point line, and it gives them a lot more space to create and get to the basket. You know, Muggsy, we're talking with Muggsy Bogues. For Isaiah Thomas, I mean, 
it look it's great now. Really, this is the payoff. But there were some tough times. You know, when he was in Phoenix, his career was going nowhere. He wasn't being used, obviously, in the way that that Stevens is using him now. Um, you were a first round pick. I mean, I know you you were validated immediately in the league. You came in. You absolutely belong there. But I'm curious if you and Isaiah ever talked about you know those times just being doubted over and over again because of your stature. Oh, absolutely. You know, when he first came in the league, you know, he reached out to me. So I had the opportunity to talk to him when he first was in Sacramento. Then he got traded to Phoenix. And then well, I had to go to – got traded to Boston. And, uh, and he was coming off the bench during that time. And I just told him, to, you know, this is a great opportunity. Believe it or not, you may not see it, but this is a great opportunity for you because you're in a situation where you got a coach that understands the type of game that you play and you're just a young team, and you got a team to grow with. And there's also the Boston Celtics. And you got the opportunity to kind of uplift these guys. Even though you're coming off the bench, you're still going to be able to, you know, impact the game in a high way. And he was able to do so, and here it is. They made the playoff that year. So, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of him because he's always stayed true to himself. And ever since, he's still the same guy when he first came in the league. I had the opportunity to meet him before he got uh, into the league. You know, his coach was a real model, Washington, who, you know, we went way back. So I had an opportunity to see Isaiah before he got into the NBA. You know, Muggsy, and that is a, that's a fun series right now going on between the Celtics and the Wizards because it is a guard series. Uh, you look at how good Isaiah is, and he had 53 in, in game two of that series, and which was probably one of the best games uh, that you've seen in the NBA in quite some time. And you look how talented and how good Wall and Beal is, especially John Wall, who's physically, you know, stronger and bigger than Isaiah Thomas, his ability to go out there and get to where he needs to go in his quickness with the basketball. That Wizards-Celtics series, fun series to watch. Oh, it's a must-see, and it's a great to see. And then both franchises really starting to, you know, put themselves back on the platform that where they both used to be. And to see Isaiah and John Wall go against one another, I mean, it's a blessing for me because I had the opportunity to coach against John Wall in his high school years. And uh, we was able to win a state championship against him. But to see his development, to see his growth, you know, he came in with speed. But now he's able to, you know, add that jump shot to him and getting a lot of folks involved. Leadership is important. And the way these guys are leading their franchise is just a blessing for me watching from afar to see the guys go ahead and compete at a high level. Well, another person, Muggsy, who I know you met at a very, very young age, maybe even a baby, was Steph Curry because you played with Dell for many years at the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, Steph Curry, I mean, what more do you say? He's a two-time MVP. He's the first ever unanimous MVP. Is there a story you have from Steph at a young age where either you realized his tenacity, you realized his basketball skills, something that illustrates Steph Curry as a youngster? Well, you know, I got so many. I could be on the on the phone for days with you guys, but just Steph is just a remarkable kid. You know, him and my kid kind of um, been around each other ever since they was young. And every time Dell and we all had opportunity to go to the to the practice and then the gym, you know, they there. You know, they in there working, shooting, and uh, not even knowing the stuff that they soaking in as as basketball players. And the two level that Seth and Steph has in terms of where they able to now put it on a high level. It just made a mock. It kind of reminded me a little bit of myself, but nobody believed in stuff. Nobody thought that he had the body, he had the ability, but he always had the skill set. And to see him now being one of the face of the NBA, I mean, it's such a treat. It's amazing, and it's great for the NBA because he's such a guy that you love to watch, and he's a great role model on and off the court.
You know, Muggs, yeah, I want to go back a little bit uh, with your days with Charlotte because, um, you know, for those that are a little bit younger that don't remember, you, you played with one of the great talents the NBA has seen in quite some time, and, you know, and that is Larry Johnson. If he was able uh. to physically go out there and hold up, um, he was unbelievable at UNLV, Grandma Ma and everything like that. What about – what do you remember most playing with both Zoe and, and Larry uh, there with Charlotte? Well, that was special times for us. You know, we was making that transition in terms of coming into the league as an expansion team and and uh, starting to build that type of, um, you know, strength in terms of how we wanted to grow as an organization. And then we was able to land Larry and Alonzo back-to-back. And then that's when we became a national team. And, you know, playing with those guys and having them being able to make the playoff our very first year with them, with uh, Alonzo first year. You know, it was elevating. It was exciting for the city, for our fans, for the organization. And uh, and that was something that really started the excitement, you know, in the hive back in the, in the city of Charlotte. And then we had a nice run from there on. So, um, you know, those two guys was unbelievable, especially with Larry. You know, the way he was able to, you know, got hurt early on in his career and change his game to go down there and play with New York in a different fashion. You know, that just showed the testament and the character of, you know, where he was as a basketball player way before he got into that league. Oh, those Charlotte teams were so fun. So fun. Oh, my God. And, you know, yeah. it was just – that was a, that's right in my wheelhouse, Moose. I mean, you're speaking my language there with the grandma Ma oh. and LJ and Muggsy. I mean, Love we had LJ. posters on our walls of you guys. We're talking with the great Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy, in my mind, I like to think that there's like a brotherhood between – you know, like you and Spud Webb and Nate Robinson and Isaiah Thomas and Earl Campbell and these undersized guards. And I'm curious, would you guys consider Allen Iverson in that group? <laughs> or is he not in that undersized guards, you know, who ended up being great? Well, AI always going to probably fit in the undersized guard. He knew he was six feet tall. You know, just the body of work that he put in, the way he was able to, you know, play the game continue to drive the basketball was relentless, you know, fearless in terms of didn't care about how much he get hit and the body and the pain that he took down there. So he was one of the pound for pounds little guys that you gotta include in there. But you know, it's, it's just a special lore click that that five foot <laughs> that that uh, five foot, you know, click that we have and it's just amazing that, you know, we still able to continue to play, you know, on this level and Every year, every you know era, we find you know someone out there to be able to you know keep that keep that legacy going. Muggsy, Maggie and I debated about it earlier on because uh, there has been a lot of debate about it. Michael or LeBron? From your perspective, you played against Michael. Who's better? Well, you know, Michael is a different animal, and um, it just it was just amazing to see him playing. You know, going through that, watching him. The way he took over games, you knew where the ball was going. You knew um, uh, every time that he had opportunity, he was going to finish you off. And just the mindset that he had, you know, and not saying that LeBron doesn't, you know, because now he's really starting to take his game to another level, which you didn't think that was capable. And, you know, both guys are just remarkable and able to have their own name and their own right. But MJ was just very, very special to me in terms of, Mainly, probably because I would play aside him and, and was there witnessing it on a on a live basis, as opposed to you know watching it from afar. Muggsy, did Michael Jordan ever try to a, a short joke on you? 
Did he ever go there? Mike always had short jokes. You know? <laughs> Were they any good? He always had little jokes, you know, the high five. You know, his, his favorite thing was always when, you know, come in contact where, you know, he want to put his, you know, give a high five where he's really 6'6", and knowing I'm only 5'3". That is, uh, you know, that high five has got to come down a little lower. <laughs> And, and, Although and, you could dunk, Muggsy, so I don't know. You could have reached up for that high five. And, and, <laughs> and, well, I didn't, have, I didn't want to have to jump to give a high five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Van Gundy and Muggsy, we got about uh, 30 seconds. Van Gundy used to always tell John Starks, he doesn't want to be your friend. He, all he wants to do is beat you when he referenced Michael. Oh, well, that's how it is. You know, competition is competition. You're always going to be competitive, and you know, guys hate losing, you know, especially if it comes to us. We hate losing. We hard competitors. Muggsy Bogues, a 14-year NBA veteran. Uh, hey, Muggsy, our pleasure this morning. Thanks for spending a couple minutes with us, reminiscing, talking a little current NBA. We really appreciate your perspective and enjoy your Saturday. Have a great weekend. Uh, okay, my pleasure. Good talking with you guys.